Hey, wellness warriors. I'm Asada Jones, and this is What Makes Me Well. Every week, I sit down with a special guest, and we discuss all the different aspects of their life that make them well. This week, I am joined by singer-songwriter and fellow yoga teacher, Melissa Rosario. Hi. Hi, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Let them hear your voice. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, so I'm really looking forward to uh, chatting all about what wellness looks like for you and um, and to, to, to know about how it evolved and, and to, to share with our wellness warriors about how you maintain it. Um, so let's get into the show. What I did this week to be well um, was take a dance class for myself. I haven't done that in quite a while. Um, and yoga, for some reason, is a lot easier to... Um, for me to take as a student, um, dance as far as actual, um, like movement dance, whether I'm on an apparatus or not, it's really hard for me to come by. Um, so I am just like really glad that I had that opportunity and it was just really nice to not think about, um, you know, having to come up with the curriculum myself and just move and let somebody tell me what to do. That's always really nice. Um, um, and it just got me got me into thinking about um, how at the at the beginning of October I went to see a psychic and um, the psychic had mentioned to me, uh, you know, you dance and don't stop dancing. And I just thought like, oh well, duh, like dance is part of my life. I'm not going to stop dancing. I'm not going to stop teaching. But like after taking that dance class, I realized like, oh, I'm maybe she meant it or maybe I'm just interpreting it that way. But like. Maybe it was a, um, uh, just not a warning, but just a suggestion for me to to not stop dancing as a student. You know, never stop learning in that in that aspect. Um, so I just thought that was kind of cool, um, and I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, if you ever have like a a passion or something that you um, you know used to do as a child, like you know if the opportunity comes and maybe you can chisel out some time of your day, maybe come back to it. You never know, um, what joy it can bring you. Um, just, you know, dusting off your old passion and, um, digging into that again. Um, so that was what I did this week to be well, Melissa. Did you do anything this week to be well that you'd like to share with us? I did actually. And as you were, were talking, it was, I was conjuring up all the things that I did this week and, um, dusting off an old passion of mine. And, and actually, um, I, I wasn't expecting this to happen. I was in my kitchen Well, I'm a singer songwriter, but I hadn't written anything in two years, um, just having some writer's block and some, some stuff that was just getting in my way from really being still and receiving lyrics or whatever. Um, but then I was busy, uh, making rice. And then all of a sudden I was cooking this rice and I was in the kitchen and I looked in at my own reflection in the mirror that I have in this, in, in my kitchen. And I thought, Oh my gosh, when did this all start? All of this stuff, all of this stuff that I've been challenged with in my life. And I, and I dated maybe 12, 13, probably even 15 years ago. Um, but then I immediately went and sat down and started writing and I couldn't stop. Um, and it, and it, and it turned into a song relatively quickly. I burned the rice, but I have a song. <laughs> you know, um, we'll take it. That's really exactly. awesome. So I think that's probably the one thing I did among probably other two other things I did that this week that were really nurturing to my soul and I felt good yeah, you, getting back to myself. You wrote a complete song. 
I, I think so. That is wonderful. I think so. That is wonderful. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Awesome. Um, was Would you say that was also your high for the week? I would say... Or do you have it, a different it, high? For my, okay, so a different high for me would be, um, but it all ties together. I think the high for me was um, I seeing my therapist, and she read a poem to me by uh, Derek Derek Walcott, mm-hmm. and it was a poem I had never heard before. Mm-hmm. And she, and it was about. Um, she asked me, "What what do you want, Melissa? What what it, what is it?" And that my answer in that particular moment was um, a different answer. Yeah. I, I, I've had other answers in the past and it would be a relationship or it would be someone to love me back or whatever. But, but in the, like this particular instance, it was, I want to be happy to go home. Oh, and she was like, hold on, wait a second. Let me pull it. Uh, let me pull this poem out. I, I mean, it was literally the timing couldn't have been better. I couldn't have made it up if I tried. Um, and she read the poem to me and it's called love after love. And she read it and I had tears flood down my face and I was just overcome by emotion and the, you know, the, the timing of it all. And so that, that was definitely a high because I, what I, my desire manifested into somebody giving me a gift that had something to do with that exact desire, which is, yes, I want to come home and I want to feel, I want to feel good about being home. I love that. So. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. And we're definitely going to share that poem in the show notes, listeners. So for sure. um, we can, I, I want to read that. That's awesome. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so wellness warriors, share with me your highs and lows. Share with me what you did this week or this month to be well. Um, I am on Instagram and Twitter at what makes me well. And you can even email me at what makes me well dot com or what makes me well at gmail.com that's the important one um so listeners i want to take a second and talk about apiary wellness uh not only because i am one of the yoga providers there um but because i really love the message that apiary wellness and the mission that apiary wellness is um bringing to or orlando um they are trying to better the people in Orlando holistically. Um, they believe in cultivating that balance in, 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 and that whole well-being and your happiness through um, your health practices. So the practitioners, myself included, we are committed to helping you find your way um, into your wellness, whatever that looks like. So it's really cool. Apiary Wellness is a um, alternative and holistic health center in Orlando. As I mentioned before, we offer many services such as massage therapy. Um, It's where I get my CBD oil, the Wheela CBD oil. They offer acupuncture. They offer mental health counseling services, life coaching, um, and uh, yoga therapy. I'm one of the yoga practitioners. So um, come visit me there and come check them out at apiarywellness.com and on social media at apiarywellness. Uh, so let's get back to the show. So thank you, Melissa, for coming. I Absolutely. appreciate you. I'm so glad to be here. Um, oh, of course. I, I definitely um, wanted to have you on the show and talk to you because I feel like your story is a very unique story, and I admire you so much. Um, I've only known you for just a handful of years, but I feel like you've grown so much in in that time, and it's 
freaking awesome. Like, I, it's pretty dope. So I wanted to have you on the show so other people can know about how cool you are and how uh, amazing you are. And um, I just want you to share with us what your recipe for wellness is. Thank you. Yeah. So do you want me to just change, yeah. share? Yeah. What, what's your recipe well, for wellness? I mean, it looks different for everybody, of course. Um, so as I mentioned before, um, while Wellness Warriors, Melissa is a amazing, a beautiful singer. She says that she's not a songwriter, but she has come up with little, with like, you know, with songs that are a couple minutes long. And I, I feel like those are legit songs, like what mm. you post on social media and stuff <laughs> like that. And, you know, what you play around with. Um, I mean, as, as a legit musician, I'm sure you're like, oh, that's nothing. But those are beautiful words and beautiful lyrics. And um, I don't know if you sing your poems mm-hmm. um, or or something, but um, I definitely think that you are a full-fledged songwriter. Um, and Thank like you. I said, I enjoy your music. I love what that you play music in your yoga classes and that you sing with your friends at festivals and mm-hmm. events. Like that's just super amazing. Um and yoga, um, your yoga practice is beautiful. And Wellness Warriors, if you have, haven't have ever taken a class with Melissa Rosario, you absolutely should. Um, and if you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Her yoga practice is beautiful um, and, and wonderful and just leaves you just feeling fantastic inside. So... Um, Tell us how you do it. How do you do it? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, um, you know, it's, thank you. Thank you for all of that. Um, and uh, I feel like I have grown tremendously in, in, in the past few years. Um, and, and it all ties into the choices or the choices I try to make to be well today um, and it's taken a lot of uh, pain in my life and um, some heartache some broken a broken marriage and um, and 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 just just not sure how I was going to really get through that mm-hmm. um, but having the support and showing up to do my job as a yoga teacher was I mean, really just saved my life and, and was emotionally an amazing, um, you know, life, lifesaver for me. Um, but, uh, I think, I think what's been lacking in my life and, and what I'm really honing in on now and working on now is the self-care component, which is, it's such a loosely used phrase and word in society right now. So it just seems, oh, so she's just going to talk about self-care. Just the general umbrella you know, Okay, let's roll our eyes. But but um, it's something that I've never known how to do ever yeah. for myself. Yes, because and, it looks so different for everybody. So you have to figure out what, what it looks like for you. Right, right. And I know what makes everybody else feel good. You know, I know what to do for other people and, and, you know, story of a lot of our lives, you know, what we, we give and, and, and that's kind of how our relationships look like our romantic relationships and our friendships. Um, and then we come to a point where we've, where in my life I've seen so much, um, so many endings. And Mm -hmm. I had a, I had a moment recently where I thought, gosh, I don't, I don't want this anymore. So what can I do? What, what, what do I do? 
And it kept come this this message kept coming to me. No, 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 this is not okay. No, I'm not putting up with that anymore. No, I'm not gonna do this. No, I'm not gonna meet you for coffee because I don't think we're I don't I don't think we get a like we're not like we shouldn't be friends or right. like maybe maybe I don't need to talk to my ex, you know. Um so there's there's things that have taken some time for me to really realize um what's healthy, what's not healthy. And that's going to look different for everybody. But I know for sure, um, coming back to myself and it's terrifying because I don't trust that whatever is in there, whatever's quote unquote home, Mm -hmm. um, is, is going to be enough. Mm -hmm. Um, so what I am working on now one of my favorite songs ever of all time. It's 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 a it's one song I learned in church because I grew up in in the church. Um, and you can take or leave all four verses, but the first verse um, is is my favorite, and it's it is well with my soul. And um, and the song is about struggle, mm-hmm. but you know, but but deep down there is this wellness within, um, and 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 whatever it is that you believe in. Um, I think that coming back to that place within yourself, um, as terrifying or as dark as it might seem is, is where you get to kind of meet who you really are. Yeah. Like meet yourself and, and, and that's going to take some separation from other things and people that, that you just have completely lost yourself in while you were in relationship with them. Um, and and I know that that's it's 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 a heavy topic, but I mean, really, I wouldn't I would I would be doing you a disservice if I just kept it really surfacey, like yeah, oh, but you know, I eat absolutely. a well cooked meal with all of my fruits and, and yeah, vegetables, yeah, no, and then no, no, I no. feel amazing after, and that's true too. But um, let's be real, I don't do that. Um, this is um, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't need idea. It's more for me right now. It's more deeply spiritual and um, and coming back to that place of putting putting all of the things that I put in other people that I put in all of my expectations and all of my relationships back to me and back to something higher than me, which I'm still not sure of. But um, I know that it's important as part of my journey to be able to say first say no. Mm-hmm. Go home. Be with you. Yeah, and the rest will like fill itself in. You know, mm-hmm. like fill the blank. Yeah, and I and I've and I've been avoiding that for over two years. Really? Because I had an established life. I was a wife. I was married. I had a purpose. I had a reason. I had someone to cook for. I had a, an identity. Um, I was a yoga teacher and a wife, and then I owned, you know, this adorable dog, and I'd take him for walks, which I still own him, and I got him through my divorce, which is great, um, and I adore yeah. him. But uh, he, I just had I had a very specific task, and then when all of that ended so abruptly, I thought, what do I? Who am I? Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's my purpose? Oh. I mean, I know when I'm supposed to show up and teach yoga. Oh, for sure, I know, and I will for sure be there, and I will kick a, I will teach a kick butt class, but then I have to go home. Who are you? Who is Melissa off of the mat? Right. 
So I love that. And then my therapist challenged me with that. You know, when I first started seeing her, which was back in August, um, she was like, Melissa, think about who you are the three hours in between. Mm-hmm. And that's usually at home. And, uh, and that's, that's kind of where I've been working on. What makes me well is figuring out who I am in between and, 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 and really being okay with the aloneness. Yeah. I love that. So um, what have you discovered and how have you gone about that discovery? Like, have you, and this is, this may seem kind of strange, but have you tried on different roles, you know? Have you um, gone home and just, like, lazied around and watched TV? Like, maybe uh, Melissa <laughs> off the mat doesn't do anything. Maybe right? Melissa off the mat just, like, veges out on TV. Or maybe Melissa off the mat is, is um, you know, super adventurous and you went on a hike or something like that. Like, what did you do to discover who you are? Or are you still in the midst of figuring that out? Totally in the midst. I, I mean, you're, you're, asking, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're asking me, like, right in the thick of it. Um, and, and, right, it's, it's perfect timing because I struggle so so much. I can't make it through one show, an episode of whatever. Yeah. Whether it's comedy, whether it's um, you know, a series that everybody's talking about. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna try to be like the cool people and watch this series that everybody's talking and I can't get I can't do it. Yeah. It requires a part of me that hasn't healed. Yeah. And uh, or or is 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 maybe ex- experiencing some trauma. Because mm-hmm. I sit and I, all I can do is think about the past. And so I'm like, okay, what, and how would it, what would it hurt to actually sit through that pain yeah. and maybe cry through the TV show and then see what happens when you do it again. But see, I don't go back and do it again. So I'm right. like, no, I can't do it. And I walk away. But um, my next- We're not quite there yet. We're not quite there yeah, yet. Yeah. But um, I'm very adventurous. I like to do a lot of things outdoors and, and travel. Um but the theme that I'm working on right now is being home. Um, and I love my neighborhood. Um, but, you know, it's a place, my home has been a place where I crash. Yeah. It's a pit stop. Okay. And next, you know, like I, I go to sleep, I wake up and it's, you know, I got 27 minutes of sleep. Let's go teach. You know, it's yeah. crazy. But um, I, now I'm like, okay, how can I be here and enjoy it? Make a meal, um, watch a TV show, and let happen whatever needs to happen. So relax, next, relax, relax, relax in your home. <laughs> right. What would that look like? It would look like getting a like a couch. I really want a couch, so I'm I'm shopping for one right now. Because right now you don't I don't have a couch. I mean, I technically don't. I have a few chairs I've smashed together that I've gotten at garage sales or friends have given to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One I got, um, I purchased and I didn't take the measurements and it's techni- It's not a couch. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's not going to work. And right. so I, I, I would love a couch because I think that that would be a great, it's like being a yogi, you know, I'm going to go take yoga, but I probably should get a yoga mat first. Yeah. I mean, you could practice yoga without a yoga mat, mm-hmm. but it would be really nice. It would, yeah. if, if whatever, whatever it is that you need to do, to get you closer to that feeling yeah. of, okay, this is coming together. Mm-hmm. This is a place I want to land. And you're making a home. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I think it's really cool. Um, and I think it's just how freaking awesome we are as human beings, how your um, dissatisfaction with wanting to like, you know, dig deep and look mm-hmm. at yourself and see who I am, that also manifested in your diversion to making a home. To, to buying a, an actual couch that you can get comfortable in, to, you know, buying things that allow you to settle and put your shit down, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and now that you're doing the work, you're going, well, maybe I would like to recline a little bit on a couch. Not to say you can't get comfy and cozy without a couch. Sure. But it's, like you just said, it's that much easier to, to, to get comfortable and to let it down. And there's something the about yeah. adorning yourself... You know, when we're talking about clothes, you know, you have all of these dresses from way back when, right? Mm -hmm. And they're all associated to these memories of this identity that you had during that time. And like, let's be real, you probably don't wear them, even though they they might still fit. I'm speaking totally for for me. And they, they, they don't, they fit, but I don't wear them. And there's something very alluring about, you know, if I got rid of that and and just got a few timeless pieces that I can adorn myself with now, because now I'm different and now I get to decide who I want to be. And Mm -hmm. so I will dress accordingly. Um, That's when I think about my home. I'm like, okay, so all of this stuff is a beautiful collection of the past, but not that I'm going to get rid of it, but I've gotten rid of some of it. Um, But if I do get something new, it's mine. Yeah. And I get to decide who sits on it, how I spend my time. And this is my house. And I've never done that. Right. That's got to be really empowering too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being able to to have your own things and say, I, I purchased this. Mm-hmm. I earned this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did the work. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's really awesome. I'm really happy that you're on that journey. <laughs> yeah. Really am. Um, so... Thanks. We talked about your, your, your singing and your music. How does, well, how did music come into your life? Um, and how did you find out that that was what lit your fire? I hated music as a kid. I was so, I was so shy. I was not ready for that one. I was so, (laughs) I was so shy. I was terrified of music. My sister is wow. a beautiful musician. She's a classically trained musician and she's older. And so when I was a kid, she would have me sing these solos in these musicals. And I'm like, absolutely not. She's like, no, you're going to sing it and you're going to, you're going to, we're going to rehearse it. And I'm going to tell you all of the things that you need to get better at. Yeah. I did not know. Not cut out for it. Didn't want to. I was so in incredibly shy. Um, so I was involved with music at a very, very young age, but didn't have, I didn't connect mm-hmm. because for me it was, it was too vulnerable. It meant people were going to look at me and I didn't, all the things that, you know, you feel awkward about as a kid. Did it feel like your sister's thing? It kind of did for yeah. a while. I was like, no, she's the, she's the musician. She's the yeah, brains yeah. in the family with this, a whole thing, you know, and she's got this amazing gargantuous voice, you know, that could break glass because she sings so high and it's gorgeous. Um, and then I'm like, I don't even have a voice. When I opened my mouth, it was like breath mm-hmm. and it cracked. Um, and then I went to private school and I, um, 
was in choir because I didn't want the alternative, which was, I think it was cheerleading or something. I don't know. It was some other, it was band or it wasn't like science club. I'm like, no, I'll be in choir. Fine. So I was in choir and I remember I had the most brilliant vocal teacher, choir teacher. And I still, to this day, I love her and I know her and, and I, and we're friends. Um, but she changed my life. She noticed me. Yeah. And she moved me out of the back row. And she put on my report card that I was apathetic. She's like, Melissa's apathetic. And she doesn't show signs of interest at all, but I know that something's in there. She believed in me. She pulled me out of the back row and into the front row. I was in the wrong section. I was in the alto section. And she's like, no, you're going to sit in the front row and be soprano one. I mean, yeah, I was going to say like soprano (laughs) two at the, at the (laughs) The very least. Yeah. Like the, yeah. Yeah. And, and it started to gradually happen. Um, Mm -hmm. My voice, I found it a little bit. I was terrified of it. Yeah. What did that feel like? Did it, did it, I mean, I, I know when um, I, found singing it was like like it was it was just dope like when mm. you when you when you start to sing and you feel your chords just humming along and oh, you're yeah. you know you're in that rhythm and you're in a song or something it was just really nice to be in that moment and um especially in a choir to yeah. have that collective that yeah. felt really nice too it was like almost con- i mean not almost it was you are yeah. you know sharing you have that energy with with a bunch of people it's almost like it's it's very similar. I feel like when you're in a room and you're meditating in a room full of people, like there's mm-hmm. that energy oh, and you're you all could, vibrating at that same level sometimes. That's exactly what it is, that vibration. You what could does feel. that feel like for you? I remember this, the, the song came to my mind as you were talking, and I don't know the title, but it was a Latin piece that we did. In, in, I was in high school at that point, and we were good. We had a women's choir, and we had um, a mixed, and we were just so good. And at that point, I was like, okay. I feel my soprano one coming through. It's yeah. happening. And she was training us really well to sing classically. And we would sing this Latin piece. And, oh, my gosh, I remember the, the my everything just stood still. Yeah. And during that performance, and every time we would rehearse that song, actually. Um, and to this day, if she were to say, hey, I'm going to get a few people together to sing that song, I would be first in line. Like, like hi, me. That song is still incredibly moving, and it would shake inside of me. Like, yeah. I remember feeling the the highs and the lows and the, the you know, the, the, the lull of the song and then the just, like, the sh- like when the song just shatters and your voice just like shatters with it because you're just like moving in such beautiful um, ways and and there's so much sorrow in the song but there's so much redemption and I just kept thinking I've got to keep singing yeah there's gotta there's gotta be more after this yeah was that like the moment where it like connected for you like song and emotion and like mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. it, yeah that's that's awesome yeah and, and I know at least. For for me, the when I found um, the it was the musical um, the last five years mm-hmm. um, that that actually started my love story with like um like almost I don't want to say sad love songs but just like heartbreak and singing um ex- well using your voice to express sorrow and 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 deep emotion because mm-hmm. before then all I was ever exposed to was like you know musical theater or you know poppy songs mm-hmm. on the radio or something like that um 
when I discovered the last five years, and for um, for listeners, if you don't know what the last five years is, it is a lovely, heartbreaking um, um, play, musical, uh, that just features two people, the husband and wife. And um, the wife starts at the end of their divorce, or excuse me, at the beginning of their divorce. And the husband starts his story at the end of their first date. And so through the music, you get to see their story, her getting to the beginning of the relationship, him going to the end of the relationship, the middle is a beautiful meeting place. Um, and then, and then, you know, it's, and then it's over. Um, but it was just absolutely wonderful. And that's when it like clicked for me because of course I fell in love with it. And then I started singing and then it's this woman singing and I was all of like 15, I believe, you know, I hadn't experienced heartbreak, heartbreak before, but it's this, you know, it's just, there are so, there's deep love Mm. and then there's deep sorrow. And it was just wonderful to, to experience that and, and to just sing that even at home and then having the opportunity to take that on stage and to, you know, connect with, um, someone through their lyrics. Like that's pretty Mm -hmm. amazing too. Even if I'm not the one that's writing that, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's just really nice to experience that and, and to be able to get that out. It makes me, it makes, if, makes you feel good, you know? Oh, for sure. If you can't rage about it, sing about it. And sometimes it's both, right? Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That's really awesome. I, I think it's really cool that you, um, that you sing and that you are able to connect with that part of yourself so often. If for me, it's very foreign. And I, um, when I think about singing again, that was another thing the psychic told me. She goes, you sang and you shouldn't stop singing. Or she goes, why have you stopped singing? She's mm. an English woman. Um, she goes, why have you stopped singing? And I was like, oh, it's just, you know, time. And she goes, don't, you should sing again. And, um, and um, when I think about how, how much I loved it and how much I, I just haven't served it, it kind of makes me sad a little bit. But um, I think it's really cool that you still service that part and that passion. It's beautiful. Mm. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, so really quickly, let's uh, kind of segue into um, Best Breakup. Um, I shared in my last episode um, my best breakup and um very recently, the best breakup that I've had is the concept that my guru needs to be perfect and that my um, my mentor needs to be perfect. That I, I, I realize how unfair that is. Um, so was there an idea or a concept or a, mm-hmm. a friendship that was their best breakup? What, what, and what came of that? Oh my gosh. Well, there's two two that come up and they're competing in my mind right now. I'm mm. like, which one wins? <laughs> um, because, Share. Because one, I'm still not over. But the second one, I'm like, that was brilliant. Um, and I will share this one as I'm a little hesitant, but I'm going to because it, I think it, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, from one yoga studio to, to the other. Yeah. Um, I do not work at one studio that I did work for at a very long time. And, and it was a bad breakup. Like it didn't end well at all. And I grieved it. Um, Mm -hmm. like I would grieve a person because there are people involved and they were my family. Um, so when that ended, I didn't really know what was going to happen because I didn't have a solid plan B. I had 
offers. Yeah. But I didn't have like, gotcha, sign, seal, deliver your full time. You know, I was like, oh, what, what have I done? Yeah. But. So what'd you learn from it? What'd you learn? Ah, uh, that, you know, when things drastically change, you're going to be okay. But not only are you going to be okay, it's you're probably going to be way better. Yeah. Um, and, and I can't tell you enough um, how much I love this place that I teach at now um, and how much I love my boss and my manager and my, the friends I've made. They are my best friends. I mean, we go out after I teach and I look forward to it. Yeah. Um, and I make, we make plans and it's like, it's like now I feel like I've created this community out of a loss right? of, of one, yeah. you know, like something had to go. Yeah. And isn't that how it is though? Because we don't want to walk away from something because we're scared, but we rather stay in it and, and, right. and fear what could be. And I knew that there was more for me. Right. I knew. And plus, I love being so close to where I work. It's fantastic. I know, right? Um, and I mean, and living from living in a place of fear is, yeah. isn't going to benefit anybody. Oh, no. You, you don't grow. And isn't that, I feel like that's the point of life. For sure. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people have this, um, and I'm, and I too struggle with it still. I'm like, hmm, I'm not sure where I fall on this, but, but, but I, I think I'm cl- getting more clear on, on, on where I fall now. Um, but you know, oh, I want it all. I want a little bit of this. I want a little bit of that. I want, I want it all and I can have it all. Right. Well, I think that in order to really just, you just gotta walk away. Yeah. You have to walk away from something in order to really dive into something incredibly beautiful. That's going to you know, that, that you probably wouldn't have known mm-hmm. had you just kind of kept it over here on the side. Yeah. Go all in head first. Go all in. So talk to me about your uh, support systems. Talk to me about your, um, your friends, your family, and, and um, talk to me about your, your relationship with your faith. Like how, mm-hmm. because I know all of those things, um, helped you and carried you mm-hmm. through, you know, your divorce and through that, I don't want to call it blossoming, but it is. It's a blossoming. You've blossomed mm-hmm. into a really amazing person. And um, talk to me about their role and, and how that allowed you to continue. This is what I think is pretty dope is that through like what you, a self-described super dark time, you mm-hmm. were still there in every single class. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't. I don't. I, I hope that uh, my listeners understand um, what yoga teachers do, um, but it's uh, it's not just like showing up. You don't show up and then you leave. Like I mean, there is so much that goes into not only planning a class, but you know, um, you're responsible for the energy of the class. A lot of people put their emotional baggage. I mean, they literally just drop it on you when they walk through their doors. So I just thought it was really amazing that while you were going through such a dark time, you were still able to give so much light, you know, and, and, and still be there for people, your students who have been with you for years that some didn't even know you were going through, you know, Mm. such things, um, which is, you know, pretty impressive 
for you, I mean, I just think that's impressive for anybody to be able to go into a place of work and just be like, you know, this is this is what's happening right now. I'm not going to bring the extra baggage in, even though um, I'm I'm taking on your baggage. Mm. You know, you were able to shine your light. Um, even though you were going through such a crazy time. And I know that your friends and your family had to have been there to lift you up and support mm-hmm. you. What was that like? Oh, man. It's like phone a friend. <laughs> I mean, there's so much power in that. Um, but I, yeah, there was some, some of the darkest moments that I experienced were, were, were in my apartment, which was part of the process of like, being afraid of being there because there was so much pains this, that was still in that space. Yeah. So, um, but, but that's getting better. Um, but, um, yeah, I would lay down and I would feel the grief come over my body and I would just pray. And yeah. I, and I knew who I was praying to. I just had a lot of doubt about it. Um, <laughs> my journey has been right. super back and forth. Like, oh yes, I believe in, in a higher power and I believe in God. Nope. Sorry. I'm, I, 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 I certainly don't. <laughs> so back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And so now I'm in the back, I'm in the fourth, maybe, I don't know. Um, but I would, I would lay down and I would just have no choice but to pray to something. And I knew who I was praying to. And I, and I remember feeling like that wave of grief where I don't know if, if, you as the listener have, have experienced um, how grief feels in the body, but it does feel like like you're, you're not quite sure how you're going to get through. In that mm-hmm. moment, it seems pretty. Um, uh, it's 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 dark, and uh, and and it sounds like I'm over. Maybe no, it is, but it is overwhelming. It is overwhelming, and so overwhelming. my prayer was, um, you know. I just don't want to feel this. Take mm-hmm. this away. Take this away. And it didn't go away. But what happened was, it's almost like you know, with the wave when they the waves that they they come and then they go, mm-hmm. and when they recede, that there's just kind of like this moment of peace. And so that that that's what I was experiencing during that that moment where that the wave had taken a break from mm-hmm. from crashing, was this moment of peace. And then I heard my phone beep. Mm-hmm. And it was my friend who I had met in a support group. She's like, hey, what are you doing later? Do you want to get, do you want to have pizza? And I was like, okay. There's that hand. Thank you. Reach out and touch (laughs) somebody. Yes. (laughs) So um, in that moment, I thought the importance of a higher power and friends. Right. You know, and choosing wisely because I've, I've made so many Oh my gosh, I've made so many mistakes in, in the past well, two years of this healing process. <laughs> comes into place, but, right? Yeah, yeah. Where you're like, okay, look at, let me go ahead and take a look at what I'm responsible for. Let me go ahead and take a look at the people in my life that mm-hmm. are, that are really there for me that aren't toxic people. Right. Yeah. And sometimes you don't know until, until you're like, wow, I'm, I'm in this pretty deep and not sure how to get out. And then you experience another relationship that wasn't, that was unhealthy, Mm -hmm. but it's part of the process. So, um, I don't want to add shame on shame, but it's, it's just all part of it. Yeah. I totally understand. That's awesome. Okay. So speaking of, um, being part of it, what do you think this is all about? Like the, the pursuit of wellness, the pursuit of being well, um, why? What do you think this is all about? What are we doing this for? I think the wellness for me isn't this place of like hyper positivity, like, oh my God, everything's great all the time. And I feel like a unicorn. 
I, I don't. I never resonated with that. Mm-hmm. Ever. And maybe that's because... Optimum health and happiness. <laughs> what? All the time, 100%. Tell Everything me how that's wonderful. working for you. Yeah, that's not real. Um, no. So I just... For me, I think wellness is... Gosh, this is so like hot off the press for me because it's evolved. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to find wellness in relationships, but that has clearly been yeah um, an, an absolute dead end um, for sure. But uh, wellness is 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 finding this place of being okay. And knowing that you have a soft place to land, no matter what your circumstances are, um, it's being intentional, but it's also being really lazy. Yeah. You know, it's being assertive mm-hmm. and it's being silent. So do you think that we are, we try to get to that space or get to that place, you know, for just for ourselves, um, knocking things over, Mm -hmm. hand talking. um, (laughs) um, Well, do you think that we, we try to get to that place for ourselves because we're trying to um, just be better human beings? Or do you think it's for, um, you know, a, a bigger purpose? Do you think that I mean, do you even think that there is a grander purpose? I don't think I don't think I want to be a better human being. I don't I don't I don't know. I think that's like an endless pursuit. I think this that's a I think that that's a pursuit with kind of a, like a dead end. It's very um self-reliant and that scares me cuz yeah. I can't rely on myself to be better. Um I I definitely can rely on something higher than me that has a whole lot of grace yeah. for somebody like me who makes bad decisions. Um but I can make better decisions because I realize that I've been given a gift that is life and I would choose maybe maybe choose better and healthier. Um, as far as me becoming better, I would probably use the word healthier Yeah. Um, be, for me because I've made some really bad and, and I've been in really unhealthy relationships and I've been a doormat. Mm-hmm. And I think coming to home to myself and being alive would, would, would define for me wellness. Yeah. Is, is feeling everything and still deciding that you're that you're gonna live and 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 serve others and be there for others and be present as best as you can and get help when you need help, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and definitely get nourished not by others but by something else <laughs> that's yeah. higher. Um, I think that that's important. I was listening to Russell Brand earlier by accident because yeah. I was going through my Instagram because let's be real we love Instagram yeah and uh, that's where we find it all these days and I, I couldn't help but listen to his 50 second little blurb on how to get past a breakup which I highly recommend it's like the best 50 seconds really? ever because he's like one two three four five boom I'm like wow and we're where, over it John. where were you two years ago <laughs> um or last month um but yeah I just lo- 
I don't know if that makes yeah. any sense. No, that makes that makes perfect sense. It really does. Yeah. It really does. Wellness is being able to embrace your brokenness, in my opinion. My embrace God. my brokenness and 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 really go to a place where I can find support and meet other women and men, but but mostly um, find support in other individuals that are broken too. Yeah, and they're not afraid. To tell their story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's wellness. Honesty, right? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming in. Yeah. Um, where can people find you if you want, if, well, if you want to be found? Where can people find you? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, my Instagram is Melly Francesca. So it's M E L Y F R A N. How do I spell? How do I spell my name? Um, there's that. And Facebook is Melissa Rosario. Um, and Orlando Power Yoga is where yeah, I teach. Where and I absolutely love every second. I really do. I really love And I can say that confidently. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's primarily where you can find me and uh, awesome. well, dancing around downtown. <laughs> dancing around downtown. <laughs> yeah, that's Figuratively true. and literally. And, and singing. <laughs> she she definitely um, sings at a couple events. And if you um, follow her on social media, I'm just knocking everything over. <laughs> if you follow her on social media, I'm sure that she um, will post up um, her events when she does sing. Yeah. And if you come to her yoga class, she might just sing for you there. I and might just is- by accident like start singing and not realize. I'm singing because that's when people usually hear me. Yeah. They're like, oh, and it's I'm a like, beautiful and I'm experience. like, oh, I didn't realize I was singing. <laughs> it's gorgeous. I remember the first time you sang in like a shavasana. Mm. I was like, what is happening? What <laughs> angel is here? Anyway, oh, well, thank, thank you, so, you so much for coming. I appreciate you again. Thanks thank for you for me. listening, Wellness Warriors. That is this week's show. I am Asada Jones. Um, if you are listening to this and loving this, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening on and follow us, um, follow me on social media at what makes me well on Instagram and Twitter until next time for another dose, be brave, be light, be well.